eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Let's shift gears here. And um, we're bringing back a, a, a segment we did earlier this summer, and we're bringing it back here because it is another edition of Keeping Up with the Knickerbockers. So it is summertime in the NBA, which means it is wedding season for a lot of players. And this weekend we saw two Knicks players tie the knot. So first you had Jalen Brunson and college, uh, his college sweetheart, Ali Marks. They got married during a ceremony in Chicago. There was a big... NBA and Knicks showing at these festivities. So Julius Randle was there. RJ Barrett was there. Josh Hart was there. Dante DiVincenzo was there. Head coach Tom Thibodeau was there. Leon Rose was there. Uh, assistant coach and father, of course, Rick Brunson was there as well. So uh, plenty of Knicks at this shindig where there also were plenty of other NBA players. Obi Toppin, former Nick at this ceremony. Um, Mikhail Bridges, former Villanova uh, a teammate and current Brooklyn Net. At the ceremony, he was doing a lot of Instagram live. So a lot of the videos we've seen have come from Josh Hart's IG lives and Mikhail Bridges' IG lives from that. So they had a big wedding ceremony in Chicago. Meanwhile, on the West Coast, you had uh, Isaiah Hardenstein getting married to uh, his girlfriend, Courtney Keller, in California. Uh, the groom's cake at this wedding had the Hardenstein number 55 on it and had the Knicks logo, which I thought was pretty cool. It also had some other... Random logos in there. I didn't understand what those were, but the Knicks logo was on there. So I'm excited about that. Um, now it's unclear how many uh, Knicks, if any, made it to the Hyatt Shindig. It seemed like these may have happened on the same day, which I'm very interested to ask Tommy about. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see. You know, I guess we'll have a conversation about what the deal was with that. But Hyatt Shindig, nonetheless, did get married. So congrats to both uh, iHeart and Jalen Brunson, along with their new wives. And a big congratulations to Mitchell Robinson and his partner, uh, Lindsay Luquette. They welcomed their baby girl a uh, week prior to this wedding. Um, so they welcomed Riley to the world. So a uh, big congrats to uh, Big Mitch and Lindsay. So beginning on the Hardenstein-Brunson thing, because how do they end up having the same wedding on the same day? I know I've not planned a wedding as of right now yet in my life. So I know these things do sometimes are a year, two years in advance. But considering they're NBA players, didn't that seem kind of crazy to you that two teammates could have uh, weddings on the same day? Like that, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen that before because, you know, the NBA has now become 
the summer has now become the summer of weddings. So we see this all the time. I don't know if I've seen two teammates have weddings on essentially the same day. Definitely odds are against it. And they, which the funny thing is, I'm sure that they planned it when Brunson was a Maverick. And oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. And the other thing that, that Brunson actually, his wedding was planned for later the month. Uh, the very end of all this, but he had to push it up a month because of the oh, Team wow. USA commitments. Um, right. Once he got chosen for Team USA, they had to rearrange it. Um, so, but wait, uh, by the way, that tells you like that rich folks deal on a totally different set of rules. Because as someone who has been a groomsman, has heard about preparation to go into weddings, the thought process of being able to tell any venue, hey, I need to move my wedding up a month. Like, usually they'll tell you, get lost, clown. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you're Jalen Brunson. You make $100 million. You're, uh, you know, an NBA star. You know, one, one month early, you need your wedding? Ah, uh, no problem, Jalen. We got you. Don't worry about it. And the Rich Carlton, of all places, is willing to amend their plans so that Jalen Brunson can have his wedding, knowing that they'll have NBA superstars all over the place yes. at, this, uh, at this wedding. Yes, you know that whoever had their had their wedding got bumped. Um, yes. Somebody got a call like, listen, sorry, yeah. but, uh, you know, you mind going Sunday? Instead of, yeah, there's uh, some Chicago couple that is furious <laughs> at what happened and probably learned on social media what happened. They probably didn't even know. They probably told them, oh, yeah, we know we got to close the venue. Yeah. Um, some yeah. some construction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they got to do an inspection. Yeah. We'll move you to next month. And then they yeah. look on Twitter and they see Jalen Brunson, you know, doing the Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, you know, I, I actually wrote about this this week, you know, it, it seems kind of, a you know, an, a, you know, cute little story, you know, high school sweethearts and he proposed to at center court of his, of his high school and, and all that stuff. You don't want to read too much into it. Um, but I'll admit, I was surprised to see all the pictures that started popping out, um, in the, you know, the, the that day of the night of the next day, the next few days after, um, how many, um, you know, Nick Villanova cats there were. How many Knickerbockers were in the were in yeah. attendance? Um, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Coach Tibbs, Leon Rose. Um, you know, when Brunson first signed here, you know, what, what a year and three weeks ago, whatever it was, yeah. um, he talked about how familial connections and family was important. But everybody says that at every right. introductory press conference. You know, I'm so happy to be here. I have such close relationships. I can't wait to form bonds with my teammates and my coaches. And then they go and hang out with their friends from home or they're, <laughs> right. you know, there's, there's, they're really or like seen- what we've seen with Donovan Mitchell, you know, being traded to the Cavs being like, Oh, I'm happy to be here. Excited for the future. As soon as that season was over, man, he was in New York pretty much. He's still here. Probably. He's, I haven't seen him step foot in Ohio since that season ended. Totally, totally. Just as he was, you know, with, with Utah. I'm sure he loved his time, right. you know, in Salt Lake City. But as soon as he had an opportunity, he spent time in, in New York City. So, um, you know, it's it's rare, um, you know, you're around the league a long time to see that many teammates and, co- you know, and especially the, the GM and the coach. And then, you know, again, a lot of this has to do with, you know, uh, you know, uh, Tibbs rebounding for a, a 12-year-old Jalen Brunson at the Garden right. at 4 p.m., a night of a game and showing them step throughs and, you know, boxing out and, and, and fundamental stuff like that. And Tibbs going to watch him play high school games. There's obviously a close connection between his father and, and, and the coach and um, all that stuff. So a lot of it, you know, you hear his lip service, um, but there is no doubt uh, a, a real
really, really close bond between um, this organization and this player. Um, and there are a lot of reasons to be optimistic if you're a Nick fan, you know, primarily because you have a yeah. great point guard um, who's talented at basketball. But, um, uh, you know, a little bit icing on the cake. Uh, another reason to be a little bit optimistic, another reason to be a little bit confident is there's a lot of, of, of you know, you know, it's just human nature. You work better when you like the people you work with, whether that's an insurance office, whether that's at the post office. Um, if you get along with and, and you know, and, and spend time with, and obviously a wedding, there's only so many people you can invite. You choose to invite right. those those people and to spend that 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 evening with you and your wife, um, I think says a lot about, you know, uh, you know, about about the uh, the relationships there. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, it feels like Leon Rose is, you know, Dom Toretto from the fan, the Fast and Furious franchise. You know, it's all about family. I mean, the Knicks, you get the feeling, are a real family-first kind of organization. Now, there may be some downsides to come to that, because maybe there's too much coddling to the Tibbses and the Randalls of the world. But I do think what comes from that is a, a true level of chemistry, um, a true all-for-one, one-for-all attitude. And seeing the Nick turnout at the Brunson wedding did, I mean, I already knew this, but it really kind of solidified, like, wow, this this is the franchise player for yes. the New York Knicks. Like, all these, not only did he invite all these Knicks, but all these Knicks knew they had yep. to be there because yep. there was another option. There was another option to do something else that weekend. Another teammate had a wedding. <laughs> they could have gone in. They could have gone to California. I'll be honest. I'd probably rather be. You know that that was a beachside wedding. I probably would have preferred to have been at the Hartenstein wedding just from the locale than in the middle of Chicago, in the middle of the city, in the Ritz Carlton. But um, they all knew that they also had to be at this wedding. Rose knew, uh, West knew, um, Tibbs knew, like everybody knew, all the players knew. So like, I, I think that that says a lot too. That you know, Jalen Brunson really is uh, the center of the Knicks orbit at this point in time. And considering again where we were. Last summer, you know, unsure of how this was going to go, it, it, it tells you how what difference a year could make with uh, with Brunson. So it was kind of wild. You know, you see all these NBA players there. You can't help but wonder, hey, is there any recruiting going on? We've heard the stories of, you know, you know Chris Paul wedding toast. you was talking about playing in New York and, and various different things. I kind of wonder, hey, all that Nick Brass there, plenty of good players there. I see Mikael Bridges there. I see plenty of other guys there. I wonder if there could have been some recruiting being done on there, but it seemed like a, a good time. I do feel bad. I mean, I don't know if there were other Nick people there. I feel bad that iHeart had nobody seem like at his wedding. Of course, he has his family and friends, and that's what's most right. important. But uh, I, I do, I did, I would have liked to have seen somebody maybe do the doubleheader. Somebody say, you know what, I'm gonna go to this one and then I'm gonna fly out, you know, early. I'm gonna go see Jalen before the wedding and then fly out to go to iHeart. I would have liked to have seen. Something like that, but it just might not have been possible given the given the situation. Um, how were you surprised at how? I was a little surprised at how interested people were as to like who made it or didn't make it to Jalen's wedding because there was so much conversation because it seemed like the Julius Randall picks were the last picks to come out, and everybody's saying, "Ooh, yeah. Julius Randall didn't wasn't at the wedding. He didn't make it to the wedding. What does that say?" And it's crazy because I feel like we had, we went through the same thing, not necessarily us meaning Knicks fans, but with uh, John, uh, James Harden uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, with Joel Embiid's wedding. It appears that he wasn't at that wedding, and everybody made this whole deal about it. As someone who has not made it to certain weddings because of other obligations, my thing is like, these guys are NBA players. You don't know if they're 
they could be vacationing, vacationing in the Alps. They could be in Thailand. Like you don't know why they couldn't make it to a wedding. Like I, I just wasn't gonna go crazy if Julius Randle wasn't at this thing. But it seemed like Knicks fans were ready to jump out the window if that was indeed the case. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, very good point. And to your point, there's, you know, there's a million reasons why, you know, guys have had things planned, especially because this wedding was bumped up a month at time. So they probably right. had saved the date for August, whatever. And then they had to get changed. Um, yeah. But, you know, you, and and there was a lot of yets. I've, I've, I've noticed there's been a lot of yets in terms of your wedding planning. And I haven't <laughs> planned a wedding. I, I picked oh up on God. that, EJ. So um, I'm sure yeah. you get I really hope I really hope Andre is not listening to this. <laughs> You might be getting some pressure, uh, but, right. but you'll see, like, when, you know, uh, uh, knock on wood, everything goes well, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I think it's planning a wedding is such a kind of taxing and emotional experience. And you got to, you know, there's the, you got to invite your, your wife's family and uh, your right. future wife's family and her friends. And how do you balance that? And what's the max number of place, you know, people that this place can accommodate. Um, uh, we got married um, at the Green Building and actually just shut down in Brooklyn. Um, it, well, the reason we picked that spot was because we it, it was pet friendly. Uh, my dog, oh, nice. uh, he's a, may he rest in peace, Tucker, man, that's his picture right there. Oh, nice. Um, was one of the groomsmen. It was in a tux and walking around the way. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so, uh, but yeah, you know, be, but be, because, because of certain stuff, you know, like because of the, op, you know, the options we had, I think it was like 120 people we could have. So you just, right. you got to narrow it down and it's something you got to create tables. And I think it's just kind of an interesting, um, I think other people are interested in other people planning their wedding because it's something they've been through. It's kind of a, a common talking point. Absolutely. And then on the advice part with Mitchell Robinson, who is now, a new dad. Any advice to Mitch? We saw during the regular season, you know, Mitch kind of had a little bit of a freak out and he kind of uh, leaned on the fact that, hey, I'm about to be a new dad. And that's one of the reasons why I'm having a lot of stress. <laughs> Any uh, advice to Mitch and the other maybe new dads out there who could be listening? And of course, a big congratulations once again to Mitchell Robinson. Man, good question. Yes, congrats to Mitch. And I will say I understand um, him being a little stressed out. Um, it is a especially a first child and you're, um, you know, you're just kind of dealing with uh, everything that comes with it. As far as advice, um, I'd, I'd give well one kind of big picture advice is I would just invest as much time as possible with your um, I my daughter's about to turn eight in two weeks. So I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. Oh, awesome. um, and, um, you know, there are kind of the center of my world. You know, people ask me what I do. I'm a journalist. Yes. But, but my say, like, interview job for the past few years or whatever, like, I let people know up front, like, yes, uh, you know, I, I, I'll work as hard as I can. But, like, make no mistake, my priority is being a father and being a husband. Um, you right. know, and, that, and that's, you know, so, I, like, the other stuff I do for work and to pay the bills is, like, my job. But, like, I am father. That's kind of, um, you know, the, the most important thing to me. Um, and I, there was a couple – a couple of years ago, I read the statistics. I forget exactly what they were, but essentially the percentage. So like, let's, there's 
a hundred hours you're going to spend with your, you know, your, your children, um, you know, whatever hundred units of time you're going to spend with your children throughout their entire, the entirety of your life and their life together. Um, yeah. I think it's 73% that total face faced 73% before they turn 12. Um, and then it's like 91% before they turn 18. Which conceptually makes sense, you know. I'm, I'm, I get my daughter ready for school every day. Right. Take my son and daughter to school every day. I pick them up from the bus stop, and you know, we hang out. We ask what's going on with the day. Um, I'll do it a little bit less in high school. Once they go off to college, you know, they'll come home for Thanksgiving, and they'll come home for you know a couple months. Some they have an internship, and then they graduate. Then they move out, and they'll come and visit me a couple times. So this time it just gets less and less and less. Um, so I think while you have the opportunity, and again, it's not, it's not as easy for everybody. I'm very blessed. My wife's a teacher, um, which allows me to, uh, you know, I'm under her health, her health insurance plan, uh, right. which allows me to take, you know, jobs that are flexible and, you know, in, in, in regards to that. Um, and she's a terrific mom. She assists in any way she can and, and obviously dedicates as much time as possible. Um, so I'm lucky in that respect. So I, I say that with respect. Um, I understand it's not a, an option for everybody to, uh, you know, work from home or, you know, create opportunities um, to spend time with your kids. But I will just say, um, you know, as, as others have said, you know, the, the minute you retire or get fired, they're going to have somebody in your chair, in your desk. Right. Um, you know, 15 yeah. minutes later, um, the only people that are going to remember that you worked extra two hours every day at work or went in on every Saturday is your kids when they don't see you and they don't, you know, you don't show up to practice. Your boss is going to remember, not going to care, you know, five minutes after you retire, let alone five years. Um, mm. So I say that as just kind of big picture stuff, um, you know, just to, to, to kind of prioritize um, that aspect of life. And then one other, um, I was talking about this with my wife uh, recently, actually. Um, friend of mine just had a kid. Um, and one thing I recommended was we created an email account. Um, so uh, my daughter's name is Emmy. It's Emmy Marilyn Beer at gmail.com. So it's her, you know, she, so we create an email account for her. And from the moment we found out, um, you know, that we decided on her name and that we, right. um, uh, you know, found out it was going to be a girl, yada, 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 we created that email account. And, you know, and ever since then, so it's eight years now. We've randomly sent emails to that uh, to that email wow. address. She doesn't even know she has it. She's never opened it. I've never looked in and sent the stuff I sent five years ago. Um, you know, the day she's born, I wrote her an email like, "Oh my God, you know, you're here. Her first birthday. This wow. is what you like. This is this is the kind of you know, and just pictures, you know, and and I'll take pictures of stuff she made in kindergarten, um, and and you know, because you know, some stuff we have lying around, some stuff gets thrown away, um, but just you know, she'll you know, she'll just uh, you know, we went to our first Nick game together last year was a preseason game. Um, yeah. You know, she likes Inescu, you know, for the Liberty. Uh, little thing that you know, uh, they're just Things that I'll think of, or if I hear a quote, you know, I'll send her that quote and just be like something to think about as he go there. And then maybe like on her 13th birthday or 16th or when she goes to college or something, I don't even know when we're going to tell her um, to start reading this stuff. But when she gets older, I think she'll find it cool um, to just kind of have that uh, ability to kind of reflect back on, um, you know, I probably don't write as much as I should. I definitely don't write yeah. as much now than I did in the beginning because, you, <laughs> you know, kind of get used to it and you get busy and then you have another kid and right. now we have another and, and all of the stuff, but I, I did. Somebody had recommended that to me, so I, I passed 
that on to other new parents. Um, start an email account and just shoot emails. And they don't have to be long. They don't have to be brilliant pro pros. It just be right. like, you know, you know, it, it random Tuesday when she's six months old. Um, you know, she rolled over and, you know, you thought that was really cute. It was something like that. Um, it's just something to kind of uh, categorize the memory by. See that, Mitch? You got competition for father of the year. That is what it's all about. Uh, shout out to Tommy. Uh, shout out to Mrs. Beard uh, as well. And congrats again to Mr. Robinson. 